Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live, presented by Texas Family Fitness, Freeman Honda Mazda, and Worth the Poor. I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Boom! I had to give a real loud boom today because, as you guys can see, I changed my mic up a little bit. I forgot to do it yesterday. In honor of WrestleMania week, I wanted to go with my themed microphone that I got custom made for me by my guy Brian Prolific in Harrisburg. Shout out to 717. He did a fantastic job on this microphone. For those who don't know, this is Animal and Hawk on the other side. You can't see it. Formerly known as the Road Warriors, a.k.a. Legion of Doom, one of my favorite tag team champions, tag team teams ever. So I wanted to go with that theme as we move forward this week for WrestleMania week. But that's not why you're here. I just wanted to give you guys that little bit of background story. You're here today because you want to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. A lot of talking is what the Dallas Cowboys did yesterday. Jerry Jones sound off. Uh, so did Steven Jones. But, but Jerry Jones, you know, he, he sound off in only a way that Jerry Jones can. You know, it's like he's speaking in tongues or something. I, y'all can maybe help me decipher some of the things he said, but, but we'll attack a few of those in the roundup. And then Steven, not so fast, my friends. We're not done. Steven Jones said, we are not done in free agency. So with that said, I've got four cap boy value free agents we'll talk about. Not your normal free agent conversation where we'll bring up the Campbells and the Hicks and the Bobby Wagners. I know that's what you really want and really want to hear, but they're not going to assign those type of guys, right? We've come to that conclusion. That doesn't mean you can't find some value at uh, Marshalls, and that's what we're going to try to find. I got four guys. Some of them I'm not fond on, but the nation seems to be, so we'll talk about it. But a few of them I think could be really good quality signings uh, that I will give a golf clap to. For uh, one Stephen Jones. Yeah. Uh, Tom said, I don't care what <laughs> Stephen says. And then I see Road Warriors in there. What a rush. I should have had that loaded up to go. But, man, if you don't know who Road Warriors are, just go Google them. You got to be probably 10 watching this show. And if you're 10, hey, whatever. It is what it is. Shout out to you guys in the building this morning. Mackenzie, two-time, two-time. Professor O, a.k.a. the Mod God. Tom Downey Burner account, E and K. Mike Harris, Amanda Brown, Wavy Star Lord was going zone. My lady Michelle in the building, Primetime Phil, Antoine Swain, Brandon C, Big Sarge. Big Sarge 31 sounds like a wrestling name. Frankie Franchise, uh, Ian, or I said Ian, TC915. Who else we got over here? Felipe, what's up, Felipe? My bro, Rory in the building, 717. Mr. Jab, Blue Star. Uh, who else we got? Irvin, Adrian Padilla. Alpha Mason, Jose, what's going on, Jose? Keith Shep, 215, Khalil in the building, uh, and T Max, C Burleson, I see you. Over on Facebook, Jacob Diaz, Steve Arthur, Dan and T, Jason Ted, Chuck P, John Garcia. Appreciate you guys for being here. Everyone that's loaded up with the notification squad, salute to you. If you miss it, as always, run this thing back on the podcast platforms. And if you missed yesterday, do me a favor. I'll probably drop a clip maybe later. Go watch the primetime show yesterday uh, with Mauricio. He had on Cowboys safety, rookie safety, now going into a second year, Israel Mukwamu, a.k.a. Izzy. Uh, did a fantastic interview with uh, Israel. He was, Mukwamu was, is a lot more, 
uh, comfortable speaking than I thought, you know. And again, that's that's not to say that athletes aren't, but I've done a number of interviews with players. Some some players are more reserved. I thought Izzy was very comfortable. I thought uh, Mo did a fantastic job allowing him to be so. I, there were some things in there. If you pay attention, that's the thing with athletes, the athlete interviews. You got to find the small things to pull out that I thought were uh, very important or very interesting. And maybe I'll clip one. We talked about uh, he talked about Dan Quinn. He talked about J. Ron Curse. I like a lot what he had to say about J. Ron Curse as well. But just go back and watch that. I thought he did a really, really damn good job, Cowboys Nation. He did. He did. Um, but before we get into the roundup real quick, just some news from around the NFL, if I may. I forgot to bring this up yesterday in the midst of all the, the draft talk. Bobby Wagner dropped a price, apparently. Reportedly, he dropped a price. So I wanted to ask you guys this prior to going into that. Because we, we didn't really know what the number was going to be. We heard now, if I'm reading this correctly, he's looking for maybe a one-year deal upwards of $11 million. Um, would you guys do that deal? One year, $11 million for Bobby Wagner. Interesting. Because if it was a multi-year contract, you can lower that $11 million cap hit. Wait, it could be like $5 million. It's nothing. But one year, you got to take the entire $11 million. Does that change your thought process on that? Would you sign Bobby Wagner for one year 11? I think I would too. Tom said, nah, primetime said in a heartbeat. West Virginia country boy. He says, yes. Adrian says, yes. Oh, well, there you go, T-Mac. He says, rescind Schultz tag and sign Bobby Wagner. I like it. I like it. Uh, hell yeah, because Stone Cold said so. I got you. Give me a hell yeah. I said give me a hell yeah. <laughs> let me just let me just let me just say something real quick. Somebody said I'm excited for WrestleMania. Y'all have no idea. Y'all have no idea. I, maybe Friday when I do the show, you'll see me lit up because I'm going on Saturday. I promise you when I hear that. That glass break, y'all might have to bail me out. I might stunner a couple people in the aisle. I'm not sure. But if I'm not here Monday, that's why. I'm just letting y'all know right now. I'm just letting y'all know. Uh, Captain America, yes. Mackenzie, two-time, yes. Steven, no. So only a few no's. RB Nightmare says 11 million, no. 8 million, yes. Oh, RB, we going, we're going to argue about 3 million. You, you'd sign it for 11 if you're going to sign it for 8. Uh, most of y'all are saying yes. A few no's in here. I think I'd do it. I think I do. Also around the league. The Chiefs, according to Diana Rossini of ESPN, the Chiefs are actively making phone calls to try and trade for another top wide receiver. The reason why I wanted to bring this up is because I look at these type of teams that, that traded away a top guy, like the Cowboys did, but they're still actively trying to get better in free agency, or I'm sorry, in the offseason by making shrewd moves or, or aggressive moves like this. So it's just more evidence to, to the contrary of how we operate, that even the, the top teams, the Super Bowl winning teams, the AFC championship appearing four time in a row teams are still uh, going out there, making calls, making uh, hell, even the trade. I said this before. I thought the trade was fantastic for the chiefs, right? If you're not going to bring back uh, Hill, 
then get the most you can get. And they got multiple, multiple picks. I think five or six picks. Now they have two picks in the first four rounds of next year's draft or this upcoming draft. So I just like how the Chiefs are moving. And I thought that, you know, maybe I should probably let y'all know about it because I think the Cowboys should move in that way. All right? They should move in that way. All right, with that said, Matt Owens said, does the MSV or the MVS three-year $30 million deal make us feel better about the Gallup deal? It probably should. I don't think the Gallup deal was bad. All right? There's, there's two different things about the Gallup deal before I move on. Would I, would have I, would I have given that money to Gallup as opposed to somewhere else? Probably, but they gave it to Gallup. So let's look at the deal. It's really a two-year deal. You can get out of it after the first two years. Um, if he completes the five years, that means you got Gallup at a ridiculous, ridiculous price, because that means he's playing well, he's staying healthy, uh, and he's living up to their expectations. So I, I thought the deal was fine. I didn't think it was that bad. If they would have guaranteed him three or four years of that, that may be a little different, but it's a two-year deal. Let's see what happens. I would have rather have just kept Coop, moved on from Gallup, but that's a whole entirely different situation. That's why I say these two things are not the same. You can want to have moved on from Gallup, but also still think the deal was fair. Feel me? All right, let's get into this roundup, and, and maybe y'all could help me out with this damn Jerry Jones gibberish it is time for it's time for the morning roundup round them up boys this is the morning roundup presented by texas family fitness a solution for your fitness goals Strive for progress, not perfection. Fitness goals are not accomplished with one workout. Progress towards your goals with Texas Family Fitness. The Texas Family Fitness by my my place, they just renovated. It looks really nice. Uh, if you got kids and need to go, it's summertime. I understand they're about to be out of school soon. Well, it's not summertime yet. It just feel like it down here in Texas. It'll be summertime soon. They have a kids club for you. To get to gym on while they are being watched so visit any of the nine locations in the dfw area or visit texasfamilyfitness.com let them know that we sent you all right jerry talked y'all know me if you've been with me for the last two and a half years i i don't like to pay attention to what he says much he tends to just jibber jabber he did a lot of that yesterday for 40 minutes I'll try to pick out some of the things that I could easily decipher because I don't have my Jerry decipher technology with me right now. So he talked about Michael Gallup. He said on Gallup, optimistically, I can expect him to have a question mark around the first game. Conservatively, you like to wait a couple more games to get him out there. What you think they're going to do? optimistically or conservatively when i look at the cowboys front office I, I think conservatively and this doesn't shock me we talked about this we've had the doc on with doc talk he got the surgery in february if you really thought he was going to be ready week one i got some ocean front for you in iowa it's not happening so i said this on twitter i think that michael gallup will be ready closer to october 
And if he is playing by before then, I don't think he'll be fully back until October. So it's just weird. We could be looking at a James Washington as wide receiver too, possibly, or rookie, whoever the rookie is in the first of three rounds as wide receiver too. And that's just a downgrade at the position. I don't care how optimistic you are. I don't care. So special K. Uh, he says week three. James says week four, week five. Yeah. Yeah. Tom says that technology does not exist. <laughs> All right. He said this on Randy Gregory and the free agents. In short, Jerry said he was okay with not taking, <clears throat> excuse me, taking out the claws and letting Randy Gregory walk. This is what he said in quote, but we got at least three more, three more top players with what we would have spent there. Let me read that one more time. Jerry said he was okay with letting Randy Gregory walk. That was my call. But we got at least three more top players with what we would have spent there. I really had to read that three times because I'm like, what are the three top players? And I'm not trying to be, you know, a D because y'all know how I feel about this front office. It is what it is. Seriously, what are the three top players they signed? I want to say they they reference Dorrance and they reference Layton, but you come on. <laughs> I'm trying to figure. No, seriously, 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 because there are people that that believe in this this little regime here. Who are they? Y'all tell me. I'll back the hell off because I don't know a top player that they signed. Now, are we talking about J. Ron? You could have signed J. Ron Curse and kept Randy if that was the case. So. Again, this is this is you know I I don't listen to this dude for stuff like this and and there were some other things he said that that made no sense at all. Okay, so here we go. Serious conversation. Ian said the two safeties. So we couldn't assign Malik Hooker to a two-year, eight million dollar deal, even if they signed Randy. Find that hard to believe. Find that hard to believe. I just, you know, just Jerry say some things. All right. And then another thing he said on Dak Prescott this offseason, Jerry Jones, what he wants to see uh, from Dak Prescott this offseason. By the way, I saw Dak this past Saturday. He's getting my haircut. He was just having lunch right next door. Dallas, man. You never know who you're going to run into. He says, uh, as much time throwing to receivers as he can last year, that wasn't plausible with Dak's ankle recovery. Uh, when repetition is limited, shows in QB wide receiver chemistry so he wants Dak Prescott to have as much time throwing to his wide receivers as he can as he can uh, I agree I had this conversation with my brother uh the other day this offseason for Dak is should be different than last year's he was recovering from the ankle he was trying to get paid he eventually did get paid but he still wasn't ready then he had the shoulder thing it was a weird offseason that I think we all forget about because of the start he had then the injury happened and the play became up and down. But overall, I thought he overcame a lot from over the last year to have a pretty solid season. I, I think a good season. A lot of people will hate it, but I thought he had a good season. Uh, it just tailed off towards the end for whatever reason. This, this offseason should be about taking the next step now for Dak Prescott. And whatever, right? Mechanics, little small little quirks to help him become a better quarterback. But I agree with Jerry here. I said this before, get as much time as possible throwing with these wide receivers. Michael Gallup's probably not going to be ready. You got 
you and Lamb had weird chemistry last year, but let's not forget the first six games where they were clicking. For whatever reason, it wasn't happening in the back half. Get that chemistry back, right? You're going to need to get the chemistry with James Washington. You don't know him, but I've seen Dak be able to take guys like a Randall Cobb, who he hadn't played with, make them better. I've seen Dak take a guy like Amari Cooper, who came in middle of the season, clicked right away. So I don't have any worries about that, but you still want to see that chemistry kind of pick up in the offseason. So I am with Jerry Jones there. But here's here's one thing he he you know he did do that kind of made me say oh here we go Dallas Cowboys this is what they do in the offseason. Uh, he kind of revealed the draft plans I think, uh, and this is what he said: uh, Will the Cowboys select an offensive lineman early in next month's draft? Jerry Jones quote famous last words: We'll get one unless Lamb or Parsons is there. I mean, he could have just said, you know, hey, offensive line. Yeah, we'll look at offensive line. You know? <laughs> but I, I do think, and we'll talk about this as we get into the free agents, the way the offseason so far is playing out, the draft is only a month away. Without saying anything, we're kind of tipping our hands anyway in regards to the offensive lineman. And if you are going to talk, maybe just throw them off a little bit. But if you really go back and listen to how, how Jerry and, and Co. talk, Leading up to the draft, they tipped their hands. This isn't new. This is this is just who they are. Um, but I think it doesn't really... I said this on Twitter. They just shut up, right? Just shut up. Why you always got to talk? But at this point, their moves are doing... The, their actions are speaking louder than their words. Now their words are speaking as loud. So that's just it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. And then finally, Stephen Jones spoke yesterday and he talked about free agency. This is what he had to say. Uh, there's going to be some guys who wait around hoping their market improves, not unlike prior years. There is a lot of activity early, then things settle down, people pick away at it, but we found some good value over the years. Just being patient and seeing what comes our way. But we're not done yet. I see us still having activity in free agency. And I just got this notification on my phone. Um, I see us still having activity in free agency. And that leads us to today's show. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I thought the Cowboys were just about done. I didn't think they needed to be done. I thought there was more work to be done. I've said that over the last couple of weeks. But here we are. We're in week three of free agency. They've only signed two outside free agents. I know me, the goal was to get better, not to remain the same. I feel like if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Um, we can argue about this. I saw people on Twitter. There was a certain tweet going around yesterday. and We're arguing about this. This roster isn't complete yet, but you'd be lying if you said the roster is better. It just, just be honest. It, it is what it is. It's not better. Not right now. Can it get better? I don't know. There are a lot of players still out there that the Cowboys can sign to make this roster better, but I don't think they're going to do that. So, what are some players that the Cowboys can sign to at least maintain the level of play at the very least, right? And we'll talk about those guys. Being active in free agency for us, for the Cowboys, 
is not the same as it is for other teams. We totally get that. So I'm going to give you all those four cap boy value free agents here in a second. And I've already ruled out a, ruled out a few positions, one safety. Uh, the reason why I ruled that out is if you look at the depth, it's not four deep like it was last year. But Donovan Wilson's your third guy. We know how important J. Ron Curse is. J. Ron Curse is, is the leader of the defense. And they signed uh, Malik Hooker to that two-year deal. If you look at the money they put towards that position, it's probably the most money they've put towards that position since Jeff Heath and, uh, who was it, Barry Church were on the team. And that wasn't a ton of money. But you look at the $5 million to J. Ron, the $4 million to Malik, that's $9 million to the safety position. For the Cowboys, that's like that's like paying... $20 million to a receiver. Seriously. Well, look at the history. So, I ruled out safety. I don't think they're going to bring in another safety, at least one of note. Uh, I also ruled out tight end. You, you got the tag on the Dalton Schultz. You re-signed Jeremy Sprinkle. You got Sean McKean. I don't really see them bringing in another tight end. There are a few out there. They're Eric Ebron's of the world, but I don't really see them uh, uh, doing that. Right? I actually ruled out corner. I feel like if they want to add more players... At that position, they'll do so in the draft. I don't think they'll do it in free agency. Don't really see the need to do it in free agency. I would trade a corner before I signed one out of out of free agency. So those are a few of the positions that I have ruled out. Do we are we on the same page with that? Like, do you, you guys feel the same way? We're not going to sign a safety. We're not going to sign a tight end. We're not going to sign a cornerback. But there are other positions that they need to attack. And I'm going to get to those positions here in a second. But let me tell you all about this week's Ride of the Week, which is the Freeman Mazda uh, 2022 Mazda 6 vehicle that I do have. All-wheel drive, adaptive cruise control, backup camera, blind spot monitoring, Wi-Fi hotspot. One of my favorite cars that I've ever owned since I've been driving. Very smooth ride, gets up pretty fast. I like to get on the highway and go a little bit. And I always say it has that luxury feel without that luxury price. Don't take my word for it. Hit up FreemanMazda.net to learn more about this week's Ride of the Week, which is the 2022 Mazda 6. All right, let's just jump right into it. The one position I did not rule out was offensive guard. And we briefly talked about this said player right here, which is Eric Flowers last week. I feel like the Cowboys use, and I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate to myself here because I think the Cowboys believe they have their veteran guy on the roster, and that's Connor McGovern. But I'm going to play devil's advocate. Dallas, their MO going into the draft or in free agency is to plug holes with Band-Aids. That's their MO. I looked at the guard free agents, dude. It's it's very it's very scarce. It's very scarce, and there's some tackles you could move to guard, but that's going to cost you some money. So I said, well, let me put my cap boy cap on. Eric Flowers, six six three thirty four. I'm not a fan of tall tall guards. I, I'm just not. But he played in over a thousand snaps last year and only had two penalties. 26 pressures, but here's the kicker. This is why I'm not an Eric Flowers fan. He gave up six sacks at the position. So I went back. I watched two games, just two. So I'm not saying this is some extensive film review. I, I, did, I don't like how he plays in pass protection. I think he plays way too tall. Uh, 
he can he can get some movement in the ground, but he looks very unathletic at the position. I, I don't even know how much of an upgrade you're going to get from Eric Flowers and Connor McGovern, to be honest with you. I don't even know if it's an upgrade at all, right? Um, but he, he's stronger, you know, if you wanted to say that. He is stronger, and I'm not opposed to bringing in competition for McGovern in regards to play that backup spot or if you draft a guy um, to compete for the starting spot. Now, he did come off of a pretty decent contract that he got in Miami at Miami, traded him back to Washington, and Washington, I think, uh, had an option on his last year, and they declined it, which made him a free agent. So I don't think his price is going to be high, Cowboys Nation. I think it's going to be pretty low and fit in that Catboy criteria. But I got to be honest with you, digging in a little bit more, watching him a little bit more, I probably will pass. Yes or no on an Eric Flowers potential value free agent. I, I would pass. I don't I don't like many of the free agents guards that are left, to be honest with you. Quentin Spain was another guy I took a look at. I no, I'm good. Yeah. Connor McGovern is not excellent, but at least he's been here. Uh, he's not terrible. Let's let's get that out the way right now. Connor McGovern's not a terrible backup. To me, at least. I think Connor McGovern is a serviceable backup. I just don't want him to be my starter. And, and what I would do is go into the draft and have a competition. So Eric Flowers is number one. Well, the first reveal of the Catboy free agents, which I got to say, Eric Flowers or yay or nay. Uh, hell no, Oscar. Pass, says Daniel. No, TC915. Hell no. Yeah, I was actually on the fence about him last week, but then I dug more, and I was like, eh, I don't know about that. He a bit too... He, he plays too tall for me at guard. I don't like that. Uh, we were talking about, on the roundtable a few weeks ago, we brought up Penning, and uh, I think it was Vach or somebody brought up possibly moving him inside. I said, my worry is that a six foot seven guard, that, you just lose leverage. And uh, Eric Flowers is 6'6". Six, six. So, and when you watch him, when they're and now most most linemen are going to play, they're going to be in a pass set anyway. <laughs> but boy, this dude is already standing up at guard. You don't normally see that. And I know he's he's a he's a tackle, right? He came out of tackle. He's played tackle for a long time, so his muscle memory is to be in a pass uh, stance. But you just hardly ever see guards stand up the way he stands up. So. I think I would pass on that, Cowboys Nation, just being honest with you. Just being honest with you. I'll get to my next one here in a second. Uh, most of you guys are saying no. I do not want flowers. Dude is a screen door. <laughs> Billy Price at left guard. But so so I looked at Billy very briefly, but, but y'all can help me out. From what I was on my understanding, a lot of people did not like, well, New York Giants fans because he was a giant, correct? Thought he was pretty bad. And again, we're talking about slim pickings, though, right? There's not a lot of guards on this uh, in the free agent market that are, are good, which is why I said I think the Cowboys will elect to just roll with McGovern. Maybe they bring back Brandon Knight. Who knows? Uh, Manny said, I remember how we used to abuse him when he was at tackle. He was a terrible tackle. I think I said this the other, the other week. He saved his career by moving to guard. That don't mean I want to. I want him as my guard. Is where I'm getting at. Hard pass. Tom said, uh, "Scott, we put ourselves in a hole where we hope a guard can be there when it's our time to pick." This is true. 
This is true. You could have signed one of the quality guys that was on the market earlier and just locked that position in for the next two years if you didn't feel comfortable uh, having to reach at guard. But <sighs> tough because I feel like guard is one of those positions. I say it all the time. Come in and play right away. Um, but you're right. You're kind of backing yourself into having to take one between rounds one and three. So hell no on him. All right. So what about this next one? Y'all know me. We've brought him up plenty of times. Plenty. Because I think he is the prototypical Catboy criteria pick here. Prototypical. If you want to come up, thank you. Jeez. Uh, that is Quan Alexander. I I'm, I'm going to constantly bring this man's name up until we can get him in Dallas, Cowboys. Dallas. Until we can get him in Dallas, Cowboys Nation. I'm going to constantly bring him up. Because he, because he fits everything you want. Everything you want. He makes he makes Steven happy. And he'll make Dan Quinn happy. And I think he'll make Cowboys Nation happy. He's not old, 27, on the right side of 30. He's hurt guy. We know that. He's hurt guy. But he's also cheap. Last year, he played on a one-year, up to $3 million deal. And that was up to because injury situation. I'd offer him the same deal. One year up to $3 million. And if you go look at his productivity, he was productive. Only played in 12 games, but he had 50 tackles, seven tackles for loss, six quarterback hits. If you go put his just, and again, again, context absolutely matters, but there are certain statistics that do stand out that tell the story. Put his numbers up next to LVE and you tell me who the better player is. Seriously. You know, the the Cowboys valuing their own homegrown babies more than the rest of the league sometimes can bite them. Now, now again, they can still go out here and hit the Quan, right? They can still go out here and get Quan Alexander. But you you can't tell me with a straight face, Cowboys Nation, and I'm gonna ask you guys in this chat, do you think LVE is better than this guy? There's no way. Danny says we have enough hurt guys. That being said, he will be a cowboy. But but again, remember, this is cat boys value free agents. This is the prototypical cat boy type of signing. So we got we got we got Quan Alexander at home, Oscar, LVE. They shouldn't be done with this position, though. Absolutely not. They should not be done with this position. Not when Micah Parsons is your only sure thing. Super chat. To a couple super chats here I missed. Uh, B. Bird, appreciate you for the $5 donation. He says, our run game is so important to our offense and defense that the left guard has to be addressed in the first round. Well, yeah, they're backing themselves up to that point. Right? By not addressing it in free agency. Unless they really do feel great about McGovern, and, and I don't think that's the case. They benched him. So, so are we in or are we out on, on Quan Alexander? Again, these are value free agents we're talking about here. I think, and I said this before, the linebacker position 
Dan Quinn gets the best out of these guys. Maybe more than any position on the team. Oscar's in. Joseph, I would take Quan. Uh, Jabril Cox looked like a lock to me. Uh, I, I think you'll see him and Mike in the nickel. Jabril, I love Jabril Cox. Um, didn't play enough because I'm trying to be honest. I'm not trying to be too, too in a fandom. I love Jabril. My, my fandom, if I'm going far left, uh, Jabril Cox, Michael Parsons, one, two punch, let's book. But he got hurt. Torres ACL, didn't see enough. I, I can't just go into the season like, yeah, Micah, Jabril, and that's it. We need more depth there. So I'm, I'm trying to go get more depth for us here, Cowboys Nation. RB Nightmare says I'm all in. Yes, sign him, says Stephen Arthur. TC says I'm out. I'm, I'd imagine the health history here. Matt, Professor O says Anthony Barr. I, look, I tried to talk myself into Barr. But I would be contradicting myself a little bit. Anthony Barr doesn't fit that 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 criteria. Uh, he's 6'4", like 255, 260. And I know LVE, right? <laughs> they brought LVE back. But I don't know if they want two of those on the same team. So I talked myself out of Anthony Barr. Uh, quit the flu says, uh, I'll take it. I'll take Quan. Why not? That's how I look at it. Why not? I think Dan Quinn can get the most. He had three and a half sacks last year and seven tackles for loss. Seven quarterback hits. And that's at, on a part-time basis. Man, give Dan Quinn this athletic freak and let's rock. Now, will he get hurt? Possibly. That's pretty much his MO. But get the best get the best that you can get out of him for those 12 games, right? Super chat. Uh, Jay Carter, appreciate you for the $2 donation. He says, what's the chance McGovern improves as Steele did? There's a chance, right? Um, this would be the difference is this would be McGovern's fourth year as opposed to Steele did it in his second year. I think when you have three years of film, you kind of can feel what a player is or isn't. There's obviously that possibility that McGovern takes the next step. I don't think that's what they're relying on, though. I, I think they are, are going to draft a guy. Um, and we kind of tipped our hand a little bit, right? How we're acting in free agency. What Jerry Jones said yesterday. Offensive guard is definitely going to be up there. Right? Um, can he take that step, though? I got to see it. I'm, I'm done giving players in, in, the, in certain parts of this team the benefit of the doubt. Got to see it, Connor. Didn't see it last year. I, I pretty much I saw a, a at best average player, which again, that's okay. My backup. I want a, an above average player. At best, I want an above average player. For the most part, he was he was below average to average. And that means I can upgrade. So I'm gonna go look for one. I'm gonna go look for one. Joseph wants another edge player plus Quan Alexander. That's one position I did rule out. I ruled out edge. I kind of look at it a little bit like I look look at the safety position. They put, uh, what was it, $13 million into it with Dorrance Armstrong. They put $3 million, not a lot, but $3 million into it with uh, Dante Fowler. I think they're done. They got Golston. They got the, uh, Demarcus Lawrence. I think they're done putting free agent money into that position. They'll draft a guy. They'll draft a guy. All right, this third one. I'm just going. I'm just going to show you the third one here. 
The third one is very interesting because this is another one that I don't, I'm not a fan of, but a lot of people are. Defensive tackle, Brent Irvin. Now, before you throw tomatoes at me, before you get upset because of what I just said, I like Brent. Right? Like, I like this person, but there is a sector of Cowboys Nation that is like, man, we, we need to go get Brent Urban. We need we have to get Brent Urban. Do we? Do, do we? I mean, I guess. But Brent Urban, if you get Brent Urban from 2020, sure. Sure. The odds of the Cowboys signing Akeem Hicks or Campbell are pretty slim, right? We know they're not going to go above a certain price point. Maybe their price drops and you get those guys. But I think it's not even arguable that they are far and away better than Brent Irby, right? But Brent's going to come in cheap. And I mean very, very cheap. Because he's almost the golden child number two with the Catboy criteria. Hurt guy. Bit of a journeyman. Plays a, plays a specific role. And what do I mean by hurt guy? We know he missed last year, but, 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 but Cowboys Nation, come on. He's missed 10 games, 13 games, 3 games, and 11 games in his career. A total of 37 missed games due to injury. I, I can't ignore that. And, and, you know, I don't think the talent is at a point where it's like, like for instance, Quan Alexander. If I know Quan is going to miss me four to five games, I can live with it because I think Quan's talent is much better than one of Brent, Urban, Brent Irvin's. Now, prior to last year, I, you know, I was I was very pro. Hey, I like this signing. One year deal. He's a run stopper. Cool. Let's see what happens. Well, what happened? He was very meh, and he got hurt. He got hurt. Before last year, reliable run stopper in Chicago. Reliable run stopper in Baltimore. I'm sorry, Cowboys Nation. I didn't see that side of Brent Urban last year. I didn't. He only played in six games, but this was six games. Three tackles. Zero tackles for loss. Zero quarterback hits. Zero solo tackles. And before you say, well... His job, yes, I understand what his job is, right? And, and it's not always that, but take up two guys and, and, and create for others, right? He even said that coming in. But even in doing that, you still have to make a play from time to time. You still have to make a tackle from time to time. You still have to affect the play from time to time. I can say I didn't see Brent Urban from Chicago and Baltimore with Dallas last year. So again, am I trying to get better or am I trying to remain the same? If I'm trying to get better, I'm looking for a different defensive tackle. So I personally think they're likely going to bring this guy back. He was good for the locker room, a fun guy, nice guy, cheap vet minimum. It's probably going to happen. Does that mean... I would bring him back. No, I would go elsewhere. So I'll ask you guys in or out on defense tackle Brent Urban coming back for the Dallas Cowboys. And while you guys do that, let's talk about work the poor right quick. Take the edge off of game day. 
Stop by Worth the Poor Spirits and Wine in the colony of Texas. Worth the Poor is a family-owned and operated luxury liquor store with affordable prices, a wide variety of spirit wine and beer samples available, making your drink of choice decision easier than ever. For that game day party that won't end, they even offer liquor deliveries to all of Denton County. And if you live outside of Denton County, you can call and schedule a delivery, pass along your zip code, and they'll see if they can deliver it. Or download the Worth the Poor app and schedule your delivery today. Visit worththepoor.com. Uh, let's see here. Tom said, I really don't care about it. That's the thing, right? Like, I think it's going to happen. It's not going to affect you one way or the other You, in the sense of you're, you can still draft a guy. You can still sign another guy. But they ain't. I think Carlos Watkins obviously was much better than Brent Urban last year. Much better. Uh, Jesse says, I'm out. In on Urban on a cheap one-year deal, says Craig. CJ, I'm in on Urban. Not a stat sheet, but played his part. I keep hearing that. I promise you I watched. Everybody, I guess, played their part. He wasn't that good. He just wasn't that good. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll be better this year, but he wasn't that good last year. Uh, Urban is like 7-Eleven pizza. <laughs> Holy Hold on, I'm sorry. Danny, you said you a savage. Urban is like 7-Eleven pizza. Only good when drunk. Mm. Yeah. I like the size of Urban. Yeah, he's 6 foot 7, about 300. But you said it best. Three tackles, no production. Uh, move on. Hicks would come cheap, but I'm still shouting Wagner and draft Jordan Davis. Well, Joe's. The, 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 the idea of the cat boy value free agents is the cat boy value. I'm shouting Bobby Wagner and Jordan Davis too. But we know that ain't going to happen. Glenn says Urban after week one, non-guaranteed yes. Okay, so, so you're looking at the veterans that can sign after week one. I mean, let's just be real though, uh, Glenn. They could sign them to a vet minimum and suffer literally nothing if they cut them. Hicks should be the tackle. I'm, I'm all for Hicks. I'm all for Campbell. Campbell is a freaking iron man. He plays in 14 or more games always. Hicks is a little bit more uh, injury prone, but again, it comes back to does your is your talent worth it? Quan's talent's worth it to me. Hicks' talent is worth it to me. Brent Urban. You're taking up a roster spot. I'd rather go get me a young buck. Or I'd rather go get me a better player. That's how I look at it. Gotti's in. TC's out. Big Sarge is out. Uh, Michael was all the way out. No moves Dallas made. Uh, we got worse. Says, uh, Danny. This would drastically improve the Cowboys. Three-year, $30 million for Wagner. Then sign uh, Treader for about seven. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Wagner would help you out, but it doesn't sound like he's looking for a, a three-year, $30 million deal. Unless you said, hey, Bobby, we'll give you three years, $30 million, all guaranteed. That might change his mind. That might change his mind. Uh, Russell's in on Quan, out on Urban and Flowers. That's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm only in on one of the three right now. But again, this is about Catboy's value. Now here, this final one, I think has the potential to get the most bang for your buck of the four here. The most bang for your buck. And it's a name that's not really getting floated out there, but I think he's one of the most underrated free agents left in free agency. That is one offensive tackle, Dennis Kelly. 
Now, not a you know, not a sexy position, not not a you know one of those positions, big uglies, but we have to remember, Cowboys let go, cut for nothing, Lyle Collins. Lyle Collins, if he would have stayed, at the very least, gives you three tackles, three tackles you can rely on, and that worked last year. That's what we needed. We talked about this a few weeks ago. The cat, the tackle position without Lyle there takes a hit in, on the depth and what do the cowboys like to do when it comes to swing tackle they go the veteran route cam fleming byron bell cam irving ty Inseki, all veterans at the position ty was solid last year uh, i think cam irving worked out fleming not so much byron not so much but that's the route they go and I feel like Dennis Kelly would be the perfect backup tackle insurance policy for the Dallas Cowboys. He's 32 years old. Now, this is a big guy. 6-8-3-21. Believe it or not, he's played up and down that line aside from uh, center. Not a whole lot in regards to guard, but he's played there. He started four games last year for Green Bay. 16 games in 2020 for the Tennessee Titans. I think he falls perfectly in line for what the Cowboys look for. Last year, he's not going to cost you much at all. One year, $1.3 million deal is what he played under in Green Bay. You can get this man for $2 million or less easily. And I'm going to be real with you. Finding solid backup tackles for that amount? Maybe his price is going to go. Maybe the contract projection I have is very low. Maybe his price goes up. But it's not like he's played on big deals in his career he's played in 300 or more snaps six times in his career at various positions ranging from tackle to both guard spots obviously i'd sign him as a swing tackle here's the kicker here's the one that that we're looking at because the cowboys keep talking about it all offseason he's only been penalized three times once in his career one time he's been in the league for nine years he's been penalized three times once in his career he's gone eight of his nine years with two or less penalties listen he's he's a solid blocker too but that is impressive if you want to if you want to try an experiment and see if you know just how much does a star influence referees when they call penalties just how much Sign Brian Kelly or Brian. <laughs> Sign Dennis Kelly. Have him play a couple games. Give him about 500 snaps this year with injuries or whatever. You know, Tyron's going to happen likely. And if he gets you seven to ten penalties, goddamn it, something's going on in this in this league because he does not get penalized. He is a Catboy special, man. But this is the one. There's two Catboy specials I would be all in favor for. Dennis Kelly. On Alexander. Kenneth says impressive stat indeed. A very impressive stat. Very impressive. And it's not like the dude is out here giving up a bunch of sacks either. It's not the case. He's a very solid tackle. I think this makes the most sense. Big Sarge, can we give Ball a chance? Sure, give him a chance. Let him compete with Dennis Kelly. 
Let him compete with Dennis Kelly. Somebody said, what, what about what about Josh Ball? What about him? What do you know about him? Here's what I know about Josh Ball. Hurt guy last year. Didn't get a chance. To, he didn't even get a chance to participate in all of camp. And when he was participating, he didn't look particularly good. Didn't get any reps in preseason. He is a giant question mark. I know what Dennis Kelly is. Dennis Kelly's solid. And if I can get him for a cheap deal, then let's compete. Best man win. Let's rock. To me, I, I, I'm not factoring in Josh Ball in my, my tackle depth and my ability to, to go out and get better at the position. Because I don't know what we got in Josh Ball. So go get me a veteran. Let them duke it out and see what happens. And see what happens. Uh, Tom said he is the control in the experiment. I'm serious. Like, if you really wanted to find out, which we, I think most of us, we feel like that star does bring extra flags. But if you really wanted to know, sign Dennis Kelly. Tyron's likely going to get hurt. He'll play four or five games, maybe more. And if he gets flagged, like Connor Williams got flagged, we got a problem, Cowboys Nation. We got a problem. I totally forgot to put up the call in line. My bad. 351-999-3787. <laughs> As we're closing out the damn show here. But if you do want to call in, 351-999-3787 is the call in line. And if you want to talk about these four value free agents, let me know if you're in or out on them. Or if you got guys that I did not list here. I did some pretty extensive research. I, I didn't just close my eyes and pick guys. I tried to be realistic here, but also guys that I like because I am a fan at the end of the day. I would never hide that. I, you know, there, there are a lot of people. <laughs> who their fandom has pretty much dwindled and they just talk about the team. And that's cool. But don't get mad at fans for being frustrated. Don't get mad at fans for having emotional attachment to the squad. Understand it, because at one time, that was you. That's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, Brandon C. says, did Calais Campbell sign yet? Not that I'm aware of. Ndamukin Sue? I've been asking for Ndamukin Sue for how many years? A lot of years. Uh, do I see Ndamukin Sue coming in? this team on this team for a slap in the face deal by Steven Jones. No, no, uh, I don't see that happening. So you're talking about under $3 million. Go look at the deals, all the deals. We talked about six and a half being six, six and a half being that outside free agent barrier this year. And last year, if you think about it, it was 5 million Keanu Neal and everything else was under two. Go look at it this year. Everything is under three. It's up to three with incentives. Do I see him coming in here playing on a $1.75 million guarantee contract? No. He's going to go to a contender, get paid by said contender. So I like, I liked Sue before getting up there in age. I don't know. I doubt it. Uh, who else did I see in here? I'll take Campbell over Urban oh, all day and tomorrow. Chris, Chris says he likes Eric Flowers, I'm guessing. Campbell's like 50 years old. He shouldn't be expensive. You say that, TC915. But 
he's still good. And he's going to be more than three million. I, I'm I'm willing to put two things to the side, right? I'm all in on Campbell. I pay him six million dollars, whatever. Seven million dollars, whatever. Eight, hell, eight million dollars, whatever. It's just one year. But then you start thinking about how the Cowboys do things. I just don't believe it. I see it. I believe when I see it. JPP says Joseph. If you're looking to add more edge help, JPP is a guy that's been talked about. Um, and my guy, if you're looking to add, and I almost put him on here, but I don't want to contradict myself in regards to the edge. I don't think they'll do it. They'll add more edge help. But if so, uh, I think that uh, the cat, the former Cincinnati Bengal Dunlap, Carlos Dunlap, he played with the Seahawks last year, would be a fantastic get. Fantastic. Okay, you in on Campbell? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope he's cheap. I hope he's cheap, TC915. Bailey says, still good free agent options at linebacker out there. Don't think they should be done there. I, I do not think they should be done there. How much do we have left? Varying reports. If you look at over the cap, if you look at uh, uh, Spotrack, varying reports, but it sounds like roughly around $15 million. 15 to 17-ish is what the Cowboys have. And you, if you saw Todd Archer's explanation, well, this has to go here and this has to go here. So it's really not this. It's really not that. Whatever. The Cowboys got about 15 or so million. If they want it more, which at this point, you're probably not going to do this. They could rescind the tag. Not happening, but that gives you more. And we also have to keep in mind, they'll get $10 million on June 2nd. So 15 for now, they'll have 25 later. Uh, me and... Cowboys Network, aka Sosa, we had a discussion. The Cowboys made a similar, made a similar, made a move, knowing that they had June first cap money coming. So you can you can still sign somebody for a decent amount, knowing that the cap will rise up June second. So you can play around with. It. You can always move the money around. You can always do do weird things and make it happen. So that's where we're at. About fifteen or so million. With 10 more left after June 2nd. Uh, Derek wants to know, do I think Kelly could start for us? Listen, y'all. I like this Dennis Kelly kid. Kitty, grown-ass man. <laughs> I like this Dennis Kelly guy, this player. I do. Do I think he could start, though? I like Terrence Moore. But again, I'm all about competition. Bring him in. Terrence Steele, Dennis Kelly, Josh Ball, go. Go fight. May the best man win. Huh? May the best man win. Hey, if you got to slap somebody to get the position, you got to slap somebody to get the position. I ain't going to judge you. Do what you got to do to win the position. How much will it cost for Riley Reef? I left him off on purpose because I thought he might, he might be expensive, Professor O. More expensive than than what the Cowboys would like uh, to sign. The cap isn't real. Sign them all. That's the thing. That's the thing, David. You bring it back up. I really truly believe maybe it's, maybe if you take Eric Flowers out, but you could get all these guys if you wanted under the cap. I mean, easily. Dennis Kelly, what one point five million? Brent Irving, one point three million. Quan Alexander, what you get him on the cap this year at what one point? seven two million 
I just got all these guys for less than $6 million. Eric Flowers might be the only one that you could argue might cost you a little bit more because his previous contract, because he's been a starter, uh, he started last year. That's about it. But you can get all these dudes. Get all these dudes. Superstar status bringing up Josh Ball. He says he believes he's his backup for now. <laughs> the draft ain't over. And remember, I just listed off the guys that the Cowboys like to bring in as backup swing guys. Veterans. Byron Bell. Cam Fleming. Cam Irving. Um, Ty Nsecki. That's their MO. They want to bring in a guy. Not now. That doesn't mean that, that that guy can come out of camp. Right? They can get beat out. Hell, we thought Ty Nsecki was going to get beat out. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. TC Chris Rock should have put Smith on his ass. I'm still kind of from that yesterday. It's crazy. Or two nights ago, actually. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Felipe says, guys, stop chasing names in free agency. Find me good players. Felipe. You know, I hear that a lot. Let me find my let me find my, my, my trigger word here. I want me some glory hope. I'm not going to go off on you, Felipe, because I had a debate with somebody in, in the comments the other day about this whole name thing. I can give a damn about the name. Can the player play? Can Bobby Wagner play? Yes, he just happens to be a name. Can Campbell play? Yes, he just happens to be a name. Can Hicks play? Yes, he just happens to be a name. Can Quan play? I don't even know if Quan's a name, to be honest with you. A lot of people don't even know Quan Alexander. So I'm not considering him in that. In fact, I'm not considering any of these dudes' names. But it annoys me. When people throw out, are you worried about names? No. I'm worried about good players. They just so happen to be a goddamn name in the league. Malik Hooker was technically a name. Last year, if you want to be real, for those that know who Malik Hooker was, it, it just annoys me, man. Because maybe if the Cowboys were chasing a little bit more of the names over the last few years, they'd get a Tyran Matthew. I digress. I want me some glory, hope. I see that a lot too, TC915. Well, nobody knew J. Ron Curse last year. Look what happened. All right. I hope like hell we catch lightning in the bottle with, with uh, Dante Fowler and, and James Washington, and they play like pro bowlers. How many times does that happen? Hell, last year they were more aggressive in free agency than they are right now. They signed about six or seven players by this time last year. Now, they weren't names, right, like Felipe said. But they signed guys three weeks in. We're two weeks out right now. Or, sorry, we're three weeks in with two two names. Two players, literally. Help me out here. Help me feel good about this when we only signed two players outside of the organization to get better. Don't get me started, man. B-Bird, how they get a name? Good play. Exactly. Exactly. 
Jose, there's a reason teams let those players become a free agent. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes there's also a reason why they're, they're free agents. For instance, the Cowboys tried to sign... <laughs> this is a report, at least. They tried to sign the kicker back. The kicker said, nah, I'm good. I'm going to go sign with the Jets. Sometimes it is the free agent just turning you down. But you're living in fantasy land if you think you can't participate aggressively in this part of team building and win a Super Bowl or get to one. You're living in fantasy land. You're living in fantasy land. So what I try to do is take how they operate in free agency and figure out where the value and the and the quality can be. I, I, I Listen, I don't think I'm, I'm out on Eric. I'm out on, D, on Brent Orbert. But I think Dennis Kelly and Quan Alexander would be fantastic. Fantastic Catboy value free agent signings. Fantastic. I'm glad to turn this down too, Jesse. I'm glad to turn this down. All right, Cowboys Nation. Hey, like I said earlier to start off this show, please go and watch, and I meant to clip it, go and watch the interview that Mo did. Uh, with Israel McQuamble, the Cowboy safety, the rookie Cowboy safety out of South Carolina. Just a very damn good interview. In fact, I'm going to see if, hey, let's try to get him back on again. He was really good. Maybe sometime during camp or what have you, um, or, or after the draft or whatever. But check that out. Uh, it's already up here. It's a, he did it last night, so you can just go right after the show. Boom, go watch it. Um, I might clip out a part and post it as, a, as its own video. We'll see. But I urge you guys to watch the entire thing. The entire thing is really damn good. Um, and then tomorrow, make sure you come back for Wednesday's episode here. We'll continue to break down all the things that are happening. Hopefully the Cowboys make another move. You know, <laughs> it's getting it's getting slim pickings out there. Now, there are top guys left. I just find it hard to believe Dallas will actually bring in those top guys. But there's still a few of those quality dudes left. Still just a little bit. Running back. Exactly. Uh, Oscar said, I hope uh, McQuamu makes that step next year. I do too. He's 6'4", 200 plus pound safety, play corner. I think he has the, the coverage ability to be a free. I think he's got to get a little bit more aggressive if you're going to play safety. I don't know, though, if he's a, if he's going to be a, a roof guy. Again, we're breaking. We're going all the way into the X's and O's of Izzy. We got to see what he looks like in camp, right? Preseason, where has he progressed? I did like his preseason tape. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I was kind of excited to see maybe if he can get an opportunity. I was hoping he'd get an opportunity at the end of the year when those games didn't matter against Washington and against Philly. It really was. Derek says teams that chase names win Super Bowls. We, we got to figure out a different way to, to, to quantify being aggressive in free agency as opposed to chasing names or one thing I saw on Twitter. Overpaying players. Let's be honest here. 85% of the league is overpaid in regards to the top guys. They're overpaid. You'll get a you'll get a Michael Gallup contract. You'll get a Tyron Smith contract every so often. But in the grand scheme of things, a lot of these players are overpaid. I don't care. Is it going to help me win a Super Bowl? I'm at that point. If it's going to help me win a Super Bowl that year, God damn it, let's do it. Let me get out of here before I start getting back on that on that horse. Y'all don't want me to do that. Let's keep it moving. We, we, we trying to, we're going into the draft. We're coming out of free agency. Let's just keep it moving. Let's just keep it moving. Cowboys Nation. I'm going to go ahead and press this button and get on up out of here. 
Make sure y'all tune in tonight. Follow up to A to Z Sports Primetime with our guy. Needed that, Matt. Mauricio Rodriguez. Check out A to Z Sports Dallas.com for all of your Cowboys news and updates and articles. I promise you, you will not regret it. And tune in tomorrow with me, your boy, Skywalker Steel. Love y'all. We out of here. Peace. Damn act together.